Farts. Oh, God damn it. There's our cold open. Lois and Clark is our jam. We're talking about Terry D and Superman. We'll cover it all. At least we'll do what we can. And now it's time for the show. Welcome back to Lois and Clark. Yeah, welcome back. Holy, it's been a very long time. At least for us, probably not for them since we're recording these. Who knows when we'll even be releasing these? That's true. Maybe never. Maybe Maybe after we're dead. Maybe we just play a sick, sick joke on ourselves and put this out on time, and everyone's like, "What the fuck are they talking?" Yeah, it's. uh, It's just last week. It's possible, but (laughs) yeah, no. Let's not set that standard for ourselves. This is a, a a groundbreaking episode for us. True. This because is, we have some new, uh, a little bit of new stuff. Yeah. A, a new strategy. New format. We're going to do, this is a double episode. So this is 104, I'm looking through you, and 105, Requiem for a Superhero. And another weird thing that we're going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to kind of captain 104. And I'll be uh, running 105. Cool. All right, so should we just jump jump in? I feel like we gotta let's do it and get to the yeah. Get to the I assume we're gonna, we're gonna go through one hundred four first. So yeah, so let's run, let's run through it. I'm looking through you, written by show creator Deborah Joy Levine. Go Deb. Uh, and Robert Kilbrew, who I didn't look up if he did anything else, but I thought he did a nice job with this one. This yeah. was directed by him, I should say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, aired October seventeenth, nineteen ninety three. Which it's almost October seventeenth now that we're recording so what is that like 12, 12 no years 22 ago. years ago 22. holy shit it's 22 years ago that made that's my, weird that made my heart like yep. suck in on itself yep. a little bit that's weird wow uh so anyway we we open up on one of my favorite things to do in the show and like specifically for comic characters is like superman day and he's yeah. gonna get the key to the city, and like I did they, like that opening a lot. They do this a lot in in the Flash comics because like the Flash is a very loved character. Okay, but I love as Superman, is. especially in a world where we've got Man of Steel, which like by the way, four minutes in, I'm already trashing Man of Steel. But have we? I think so we've. Long. I think we've done on every episode. I know it's been so long. <laughs> um, I like a world where Metropolis is so happy to have Superman. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's definitely the version of Superman that that is strongest in my head. Yeah. Like, as a, as a kid. Where people thinking about admire him and, and want to celebrate him. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like, oh my god. And every everybody's got their Superman shit, which, like, prop watch, I'd love to give me some of that Superman shit. There's some good Superman stuff. I was mm-hmm. wondering as I was watching it, like, is this just general Superman merch? Because the... Some of it was? Some of the figures were... The, that guy was a buff version. Mm-hmm. That didn't, not that Dean Cain isn't buff, but that standard kind but of like very tri- triangular mm-hmm. version of him. Uh, there was some original Siegel and Schuster Supermans in the crowd. And the cool thing is, we I think we might have talked about this before, like, with the whole death of Superman being caused by this. Yeah. The writers of an artist of the Superman comics are the people that are in the crowd at Superman Day. Oh, what? So, like, group writers, uh, the guy that does, like, the look up in the sky thing, that was Mike Carlin, who was a Superman group editor, who's, oh, like, wow. the shit, and That's... still working with, with uh, DC, and now, like, works with the animated stuff. Cool. So he's super cool. That's awesome. Uh, but he was in the crowd, and then, you know, 
there's also some good stuff on the behind the scenes footage of them trying to land Dean Kane on that stage convincingly. It looked like he was having a rough time. Yeah, that. it didn't go that well. <laughs> it was um, good enough, but I, there was definitely an uneasiness to it. There was, there was. My favorite part of that scene, though, is Lex, you know, as Superman is giving his speech and he starts getting a little fearful of the crowd or like a little little a little stressed stage like, fright yeah like, oh god what if you see like Lex was about to put on his glasses behind him and mm-hmm. as he sees him start to crumble he like he literally stops and like lowers his hand like oh, oh what yes. is this you know like yeah. another like, chink like in the armor I can I can speak in front of a crowd he yeah can, you know like so that type of thing he's eating it up yeah I, I was really, really like I was really weirded out that like was Lex the one giving him the key to the city yes I think as the year before's honoree Oh. He's now the one that has to bequeath. Oh, okay. Okay. I was like, where's the mayor? And the, I was like, the mayor looks a lot like Lex Luthor. That was the first another thing. The deputy mayor, <laughs> uh-huh. the deputy mayor introduced Lex. What's the difference between a mayor and a deputy mayor? I think it's like an uh, like a sir mayor, like an okay. under mayor, you know, like a sue mayor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because later on, I think Sonny Bono winds up, winds up being the mayor in an episode coming up. That sounds yeah. awesome. So maybe they were holding back on like we should stunt cast the mayor. Yeah. So let's do the deputy mayor. You know, I don't. I yeah, honestly actually, don't know. That makes a lot of production. It's sense. Very strange thing. I buy that. Um, and then Superman has, or no, in, also in this we should set up Lois feels ignored by Superman. Poor thing. Which again, like we are in episode four. Yeah. Or five. Excuse me. No, no four. We're, we're move along. The, the, there's very little for her to be so enamored of him or expect so much time from him. It's pretty strong. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's when it's it, when a it weird it's completely thing to founded. Me. So yeah, I, I agree with that. Throughout throughout um, the even, episode, even, even then, like even if there was a really solid thing established, like if I had a girlfriend of a long time mm-hmm. and I was on stage and she was like, "Hey," I mean, I'd I'd acknowledge her, but like. What did she expect from but, me? But, like, we'll talk later. Yeah, like, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, that was awkward. Um, In any context. Throughout the episode, it's weird for me, except later on, when Superman shows up at, like, Clark's place, uh-huh. Lois is like, where did Clark go? He's like, oh, he's doing something. Yeah, yeah. But Clark, but Lois, you never have to worry about me making time for you. And I'm like, oh, you you're just playing into it now, yeah, you know? Like, yeah, so it's your fault. You're just uh, that feeding, she is like feeding this. into the tantrum. Exactly. Um, Clark, or excuse me, Superman, uh, is chased down an alley by fans. Can't which was deal a, with which it. Which was a silly sequence. I like uh, that. Meanwhile, Lex Luthor is getting in his his car there and decides to go down to the Everglades because he needs to get some new shoes. And later on at the charity ball, he's he's polishing his new alligator loafers. Oh, you so he goes and kills he an goes alligator. Because that's what he does when he's, Jesus. Okay. when he's upset. Both these episodes, I really like the Lex stuff. Yeah. Lex, Lex is on fire. We'll, we'll get into that yeah. with yours. Yeah. Uh, so then credits, we come back. Cat straight up mouth rapes Clark. Yeah, that was what? What the hell was that? That was rough. And like, n- to no consequence. No consequence. Like, it just happens. And, what? And Lois gives him sh- like a cat got your tongue. And I'm like, it's like woman, he, he has nothing so to do with what that. Happened? He doesn't. Dude, this is just another example of just the double-edged sword of sexism yes. in this society. Yes. Especially in the 90s, men, uh-huh. men were just so consistently put upon sexually, yep. and you know, it, we're, we're lucky because you know it's it's 2015 now, so we have a lot more. We respect. live. We live in an age where white men are okay. Yeah. yeah. Thank God. Finally. It's a good thing. Oh. 
Um, but yeah, no, I agree with you. Yeah, it's, but that was that was super awful. rapey and, and weird. Yeah, very, <laughs> very weird just reaction. Odd thing to to have in this episode. Yeah. I mean, I think they were just stretch, stretching for the joke. They were like, "That's a good yeah. joke. Let's stretch for the joke." Uh, that's that's the only reason. I yeah, can think may, for that maybe in there. like, maybe in a sitcom at the time it would have yeah, gone. It but still, it's just like, yeah. it's very strange to me. Yeah. Um, I mean, also, it's totally good. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Minus the weird logic. Minus the logic. Yeah. Uh, also in this scene, Jimmy discusses uh, Robin Hood figure who's stealing stuff, but that probably doesn't matter to the plot at all, so we'll keep moving. No, no. Um, why would it? Then we get Murray Brown, who is the agent that wants to come rep Superman. I thought that was a fun, like, kind of sea story. Sea story, but, like, um, something about that character actor just bothered the fuck out of me. I mean, he's obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he, he kind of felt like he was from a different thing. Yeah, that's you know, fair. Yeah, well, like, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's baby. I'm here to rep Superman. Yeah, you know, like, like, okay, I get, of... that, I get that uh, stereotype, archetype, uh, manager character mm-hmm. um, I do like the intention of that arc at the very least though I thought it was interesting that's not, well yeah I get yeah. and I like I like Superman's whole story and I mean Superman throughout this where like he's not really ready to no, not, deal with he's not ready this. to deal with the fame yeah. um, and the attention um, and I was telling you before we started you know I, I'm starting to really get into the show because I think the episodes are starting to get into this stride of actually pushing uh, to the end of the line of these con- concepts. You know? Yeah, what like, do you mean by that? Uh, so instead of just kind of hinting at, like, uncomfortability of, like, oh, and just having the scene of the girls chasing after him because mm-hmm. it's kind of cute, like, they're, they're really pushing him deep into, like, dealing with fame and the stress of that and being pressured to, like, uh, sell out ultimately. Sure. And, and, and so they're using more than just one little bit of that, which I felt like okay, more towards okay. the beginning of the show, it was just a lot of concepts thrown together. Now it feels like they're really filling out whatever concept, even in a sea story. Because so. like we were talking about like first couple of episodes of the pilot, so they're just kind of giving you a taste it's just a bunch of, of everything. You know? Yeah, exactly. Also, this is the first episode that we, first two episodes we've watched that were supposed to be in this order Yeah, since the pilot. You know? That's true. So like, I forgot about that. There might that be something to that as well. Uh, but you're right. Um, and then we get we get the report the the an invisible man has struck a food truck and totally Robin Hood it because he took this food truck full of like filet mignon and cordon bleu or whatever the right. fuck that was in there over to the soup kitchen instead of the wonderful charity ball it was supposed to go to so it was kind of a very Robin Hood yeah very much stealing from the rich and, and right on right on time the invisible man's wife shows up and you know outs I, herself to Lois who wants nothing. No, I loved that actress. I liked her too. I really liked her. <laughs> I liked Leslie Jordan too, the the Invisible Man. Oh, he was he was pretty good. I I enjoy. He's very subdued in this. Okay. He'll actually come back in season two as a completely different character. Nice. That's more along the lines of characters that he usually plays. Okay. Okay. Did you ever watch Will and Grace? Uh, yeah, but not uh to the point where I can really specifically recall. He he is a recurring character and foe of of Megan Lally's character, Karen. Oh. Awesome. And he's like clearly like the most gay guy on that show. Yeah. But he's also married to his dear wife Crystal. Nice. But she's never around. But he's always there with his good his business associate Benji, who's like this beautiful black man. And like clearly, <laughs> that you know, awesome. it's very funny. With like that was this guy's. Yeah. I feel personality in a lot of the shows that he plays. So yeah. Like it, yeah. It gets. I you know to be honest, I kind of got that vibe from him even in this yeah that he was subdued being held back a bit that no that he was like 
totally gay. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and and his wife was a sham. She did. She didn't know. That's why he turned poor invisible. Thing. Poor thing. Yeah, very sad. Um, and, and speaking of very sad, like what a very sad life that she expressed yeah. to Lois and Clark. Like, the, we the, sort of just faded, fell apart, and. Uh, we we sort of just stopped talking. I was like, hey, and like I never is... see him. I just put his meal in the oven and warm. warm it up for him. Yeah. And it's just like, oh my. It was. God. It's, it's very sad. Uh, yeah, that was that was that hit me in the feels there. But, yeah. Um, but I did like all the uh, sci-fi mad scientist yes. uh, chemistry lab <laughs> in her garage. Speaking of, did you notice when they're in there and Lois is primarily talking to her and Clark's kind of snooping around the background? Mm-hmm. It's picks up this weird like metallic and red box and it's just like moving it around and looking at it and I'm like what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. You <laughs> it's just in the is. background of this shot just digging around and Lois hugs her <laughs> and clearly doesn't want to hug her but mm-hmm. off they go. Um, and then something is brought up that I think is really cool because cause Lois is kind of it's before Scully but she's kind of playing Scully yeah, up until this point in the episode, we're like, "This is not something is invisible." Only rational man. things are exactly. And then real. he throws out, well, "What about Superman?" Yeah, and like I like that because like in yeah. a world yeah. where there's this god flying around, like yeah, you really can't discount this shit anymore. No, for sure not. Yeah, yeah. you'd expect her, especially being so into it, to be a little more um, mm-hmm. aware of it. But that this crazy ass science could be yeah. happening. I'm yeah. starting to notice this uh, consistent kind of. Uh, ignorance in from Lois from Lois yeah like which is weird because she's such an intelligent character I really think it's just built out of convenience um yeah for the writers because you can't make Superman ignorant yeah well no I I think it's just because they they come up with an interesting plot like this one where it's like all right like we want to play with um Lois's belief in uh magic and not dealing with this and so we'll just make her a skeptic but it's like, it doesn't fully align with her life. That, that's all. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Especially, and I, it's something I feel disappears because, like, we really don't waste time much going forward on, like, could this be happening? It's like, that's true. That's like one, e- or, one or two beats of the episodes. So. Especially, again, spoilers when they get together at, in some way later on, yeah. which obviously they're going to. Like, you're dating an alien. Don't give me shit about, like, wait, there's such a thing as a shrink ray? Yes, there is. You know, like, <laughs> let's just uh, move past yeah, it, babe. Yeah, this is the world we live in. It's, uh, Open your eyes. Oh, so many spoilers. Oh. <laughs> um, just uh, after this, a jewelry store gets robbed by a floating gun. Yeah, and, which, was, which was fun. Who, who's very picky about what he's what he's stealing. He wanted some very specific necklaces. Yes, it seemed like. like. Uh-huh. He um, left a lot of stuff there. Uh, and apparently he ransacked... Uh, the invisible, the original Invisible Man's lab yeah, there, yeah. and there's a weird thing in that scene too, where I don't think we've heard it in the show yet, but the, it's raining outside in that okay. scene, and there's a thunderclap, that um, the camera's on Clark, and there's a thunderclap, and that thunderclap winds up being the sound of Superman taking off for the rest of the show, when like he takes off and supposedly like breaks the sound barrier. Oh. That's the sound, and I just recognize the audio. And you're like, what? And I'm like, well, oh wow, nice you guys catch. have had that in the file for day one. Yeah. You know? like, nice catch. I gotta, I gotta look out for that. Yeah, you'll uh, honestly. It's just because I've heard it so many times. Because every time, when they couldn't afford to fly him out, yeah, 
he'll kind of throw his cape up and run yeah. off screen, and whoever, like, Lois will be there and then slowly look up to the like, sky, Whoa. and you'll hear that sound. Duh. Exactly. <laughs> cool. Um, but anyway, now we go to the absolute weirdest part of this episode that I generally like. Mm-hmm. The charity auction. That was awkward. Have you ever heard of this happening in yeah, life? Yeah. Re- abs- in abs- life? Absolutely, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Where people just auction off, like, an uh-huh. evening with... Yeah, abs- absolutely. Whoever. It's, it's, it's a thing. I feel like we did it in my Boy Scout troop. What? That's a really funny idea to me now. Teaching teaching kids about prostitution so early. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the idea is, you know, to raise money for a charity it's right not so it's just such the, a weird thing i, I to be think it's like i think me. it's for like a you know a, a higher echelon of philanthropic people sure you know what i mean so it's it's not so much that like you're gonna fuck it's that like you know I, I, not paying, that that's what it is here at all no, but but you're, you're paying for the opportunity to sit down with that person mm-hmm. and maybe talk business with them maybe talk maybe talk like big scale philanthropy okay or and so you're kind of d- Anteing up in a way. You saying like sit down with someone like I would pay to sit down with like Stephen Sondheim or Joss Whedon or like somebody like that. (laughs) I just buried the people that I need to sit down with. But you know like if I had like $50,000 to blow on a charity auction, okay, I guess I kind of get that. It's just the way it was, especially with all the women and like Cat Bear and just didn't. It was weird. It was it was Especially because just Lois and Cat being able to bid on things against who I assume are some of the richest people in um, Metropolis. Yeah, well, they get blown out of the water. That's that's absolutely true. But yeah. Weird thing. Poor poor Lois so desperately (laughs) bidding for Superman. I know. Poor girl. It was really, it was, oh, made me feel that first. It was very strange. Uh, Weird thing in this too, did you catch the footage of Superman's entrance on the balcony? I might have been watching too closely. Maybe. It's a weird thing. I don't know. I don't remember it They reused the footage of him showing up at Lex's balcony in the pilot. What? That is pilot nice. Dean in pilot costume. Oh, shit. And then once they cut to him inside... It's normal. He's in normal the current costume. Yeah. <laughs> Very... Totally Like, clearly that. they didn't have the footage from that. And they're like... Yeah. Hey, we'll just use it. You know? We need an insert here. There's a couple things in that where... Or in these two episodes where like when he's flying or there's an effect shot he's in the older suit yeah. so they're reusing like clearly they did like a flying day yeah. in an older version of the suit yeah and I they're not gonna that. do it now that they've changed it you yeah, know it's like, too expensive to do a whole another day like, exactly yeah I got very you. strange that's hilarious um but yeah so Cat and Lois bidding against each other some old lady gets Lex for mm-hmm. 7.5 thousand mm-hmm. it's like respectable pretty good right on He's the third richest man in the world, yeah. as we're told. And then $50,000. $50,000 for Superman. For Superman. But didn't... But, I mean, that was totally a plant, wasn't it? Her? Yeah. I don't think so. Because, dude, like, she... So she wins, and then there's a shot, reverse shot, of her and Lex. And Lex, like, nods and is like, yeah. Whoa. He totally, really? He totally felt like a plant to me. I totally missed that. Yeah, check... Why would he do that? To get someone inside with him to like, oh maybe do okay. something or get information. Whoa, I totally but missed does that. that even, does that even completely fun. Does I'm that just even lo- happen in the episode later on? No, 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 we never. We she she gives that. him like a kiss on the balcony when that's he's a, flying off. Weird. I mean, that's was my interpretation of it. Huh. But I might be totally crazy. I liked your interpretation of it. It didn't go anywhere, but I'm pretty sure that's what was going down. Okay. Yeah. 
I'll take that. Um, this is also where we find out that Lex has the alligator boots, like I mentioned. Mm-hmm. And also, Murray shows up again mm-hmm. and says, Cleveland wants you. Yeah. Which I like yeah. the idea that like a city would put in yeah. a bid for Superman. Yeah, I do like that a lot, actually. That's really funny. Metropolis ain't the only city, kid. Uh, I liked that. And then Clark inexplicably shows up at the charity ball, and I'm like, what? What are you doing? You're stocky. You kind of feel like a stalker sometimes, man. <laughs> what are you doing? I just found it weird. Like, A, it's weird that, that Lois and Kat are here to begin with, yeah. like you said. But, like, why are you... What, well, under what pretext are you showing up to this thing after the auction? Yeah. Also, like, did he sh- show up just to have some conversation? Yes. Like, just to that? say, well, maybe Superman's afraid of revealing his true feelings, Lois. I just came to tell you that. Yeah. Because I thought of it while I was laying in bed because it's the middle of the night. <laughs> so I felt bad when I flew off as Superman and now I'm back and put on a taxi real quick. You know, like, yeah. crazy. Dude. So weird. Um, <laughs> anyway, across town, fake Stan Lee is being robbed at his rare coin shop and I then and then strangled. He's nice. kind of reminded me I love of first. That was, that was one of my favorite moments. It's so funny. Just like look, a guy looking at gold. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> like what? Oh, here's a gold. Well, you know, here's like... a good gold piece out of hundreds of gold pieces I have here in my gold piece shop. Um, uh, so the, we we cut back. That's the that's the act break, and we cut back, and all the invisible men are like hoaxing at the Daily Planet. And, oh yeah, yeah. Which was cute. Which was a cute bit. Yeah, yeah why not? I thought that was funny. Um, and then we get another weird moment in this episode, which is still with the Clark afraid of Superman's celebrity. But that that weird dream where everybody yeah that was Lois weird, has that, that high pitched voice yeah they're all wearing the Superman garb yeah and, uh, so strange being super fans um, so strange totally understand the intention of that it it was a little further than I expected uh, them to go as far as like psychic not psychic but like psyche yeah trauma but like also like I felt like it was to no end too. Yeah, it didn't really go anywhere. Like, it wasn't really scary. It was just kind of weird, you know? Like, yeah, but I mean, we get that payoff later when Lois is actually wearing a shirt, but it's not... Yes, like, which it, I like. But it wasn't a big payoff. It which also, by the way, sold at auction a, a little while ago. Oh, really? I don't know how much oh, it was, cool. but like, I would have sold that. Um, competitors, so we won't say. Oh, okay. I like, I like your style. Uh, um... So it wasn't sold at Prop Store? No, it was not, but many fine items are daily. Listed. Listed. Props. Propstore.com. So Lois lets in the invisible man. <laughs> um, Stupidly at her apartment. Yeah. But thankfully it's the good one that's yeah, not was, hurting I people. I was really concerned. Like, you do know there's an invisible man running around, you doofus. This is a good part about mm. not remembering all these episodes. Because I was certain she let in the bad one. Yeah. You know? And yeah. then I heard Leslie Jordan's voice. I'm like, oh, oh okay. This will be good. fine. You know? Yeah. I do. They, they did a decent job with the... Uh, Invisible effect. I thought so um, too. Not bad with at the all hood for, when she for puts the it on. Era, yeah. Mm-hmm. And later on, when she's spying on all the invisible men, and like some of them have like their top off, or yeah, their hood yeah. off. Or, you know, totally. Like, I like that. Yeah, pretty good. Um, also, in in this scene, once the invisible man shows up, and she clearly calls Clark to come over and talk to him about it. Yeah. We get the line Superman on TV. I don't think so. Yeah, I like that wink. I'm like, oh, you guys, you I was guys. Like, oh, everybody's having fun today. You know? <laughs> yeah, that was funny. And we also, yeah, the Superman nightdress, which I, I like quite a bit. Um, so then we have Alan, the Invisible Man, hanging out at Naked Clark's apartment, 
Um, and he goes off to like investigate, but he turns out he just goes back to Smallville. To be like, she was wearing a Superman <laughs> nightgown, yeah. and his and her and his mom's like, you saw her. Nightgown? You saw her nightgown. Well, only when her rope opened up. <gasps> yeah. I, that's that classic. My my favorite part of this episode is once again the Kents because they bought so much Superman stuff, which was adorable. It's so they're so proud of him. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's really really cute. Yeah, I liked that a lot. I love that. Um, but then we get the the invisible criminals and. We, we come to realize that Golden Boy Barnes is out of prison, and he broke out a bunch of his old and prison he, mates, too. he stole, like, ten invisible suits, because uh-huh. that's definitely how many you would need as backups as one person being an invisible man. Totally. It should be fine. Um, I mean, I'm a hoarder. I get it. <laughs> uh, but now we get Lois and Clark back at Clark's apartment, guarding Alan again. Right, right, right. Um, and they're out on the balcony... And they're talking about, would you rather fly or be invisible? Uh-huh. Have you heard this whole theory before? There's a theory behind there this? Is. There is. Well, there is. I, uh, the only smart things I ever learned are from This American Life. Oh, but there's it, This American Life about superheroes. And like somebody did like an analytical thing about like, what would you rather be f- or have fl- flight or invisibility? invisibility? Okay. So I'm going to ask you. It's a loaded question, uh-huh. but what would you rather be or have? I think I'd rather fly. You'd rather fly? I, I really like flying. My answer as well. Yeah. It's kind of hard to admit that because there's, there's benefits to being invisible, but really they're all kind of perverted mm-hmm. as far as in my mind. <laughs> well, that's, that's <laughs> and, fr- and from what I remember, it's been a while since I've, I've heard it. That was the NPR thing. We're like, flight is, you're kind of, not, not that like loud and open are bad things, but like... You're just kind of confident. You're comfortable sure, sure. with it. You know, like, if you're going to take off and fly through the sky, yeah. there's no hiding that. You no, know, like, fuck no. yeah. there's the whole Superman thing in this episode. Like, you can't hide the fact that this motherfucker's going all around. No, you know? not at all. Um, and invisibility, like you said, kind of secretive, protective, yeah. maybe, in a, in a fearful, good way. Maybe. A little fearful. I, I, that makes yeah. sense. Um, get that. Small. Someone someone who likes to feel small or, or feels, feels small and wants to... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Like yeah. Well, I, I definitely am the best, so <laughs> obviously I choose flying. <laughs> it was totally a loaded question, I'm sorry, but like... <laughs> no, I'm totally... I always thought I, it was interesting. Yeah, that's super interesting. Yeah. I, I got nothing against that. Um, but yeah, I agree. Fly, because like... Also, it just sounds fun as fuck, That would be so dude. much fun. Jeez. Do you have flying dreams? I, yes, I do. Do you, Anytime I've had a lucid dream, the first thing I do, I'm like, well, I'm going to go fly, so peace <laughs> out, whoever's here. I can't have lucid dreams. Uh, I've had, it's been a long time. I, I, I tried for a while, like, reading dream books for whatever the fuck yeah, that's yeah. worth. But Doing the little uh, thought mm-hmm. cheats as you're going to sleep. Like, yes. All that stuff, yeah. It's, when I'm really focused on it, like, I'll get one out of... 60 <laughs> nights but when you're like trying repeatedly yeah yeah but it's just too much work for mm. me and i just don't care that much no i would always love to because like i would like to have that experience of like you know what i can fly here you know like it is, it is whatever it's pretty sweet when it happens most people like playing a video game that feels really really real yeah yeah well listeners write in about your lucid dreams because frankly i'd like to hear about it and live through you vicariously so it's pretty fast let us so. know uh in the meantime, in in Metropolis. Meanwhile, in Metropolis. Yes, 
Clark has disappeared, and Superman shows up and reminds Lois that, you know, he always has time for her. Which was cute, but and, also, yeah. And then he answers a call in Clark's <laughs> apartment, <laughs> supposedly from Clark, but yeah, Martha's reaction is the best. What, like, that. I was confused whether or not she was in on it, or like, he was just like, oh, I, great, this is a great opportunity to prove that Clark is totally not here. I read it as she just called to be like, Oh, hey, by the way, you know, Lana Lang's getting married, or, you know, like, whatever it is. (laughs) But he's just like, and he took the opportunity, you know? Because she looked very, just like, what What the hell? You know? When she hung up. But I like that. Um, I also liked some science brought into this. He still needs invisible light to see with his x-ray vision. So or visible light to see his x-ray vision. So he can't find the invisibility suits. Which... I, I, I could buy that. And I'm, I'm like, yeah. okay. I never really thought of yeah, that. But yeah, it makes sense. It totally right. makes sense. You can still probably um, superhero them. Because I guess the, what the suits are doing is scrambling visible light and turning it into invisible light. I think Both so. Yeah, that was yeah. the whole the, the, with the that makes fluorescent totally. light analogy he was talking about. Right, right. So that makes that makes movie sense. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll you buy know? it. Um, but anyway, Lois and Alan, now armed with invisibility mm-hmm. suits, go to... The, what was it, the fort? Yeah, like Fort Metropolis or something, where all the gold was for the city, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> and get captured. Uh, and Superman goes and gets phosphorus and throws it down on the invisible guys who they're going to shoot out. Yep, mm-hmm. shorts out their suits. And then busts into the, the vault there mm-hmm. to get Lois and Allen out. Yeah. That bust into the vault shot you'll start to get very familiar with. Because they're going to put in the credits. Nice. From here on out. You know, All like, right. that's All one right. of the... That's what I like, like about watching these early episodes, too, because you see, like, oh, that's what episode this is from. Yeah, you know? yeah. And they pull it, and they're like, yeah, that's a good Superman moment. Mm-hmm. That, that makes sense. Cool. Um, and then Murray Murray shows up, inexplicably, mm-hmm. signs Superman, but everything goes to charity, mm-hmm. except mm-hmm. for Murray's cut, which I'm like, okay. Respectable. Fair enough, you know. Uh, and then... Daily Planet wrap-up scene where Lois says that she was right because, you know, it was science. Mm-hmm. And there's no such thing as an invisible man. Mm-hmm. And then Clark... Oh, this was tragic. Clark, feeling it, feeling the line, says, yes, there is, Lois. Yes, yes there is. Fade to black. And that's it. It's me. It's him. And it's no one could tell. him. Because he's so lonely. Because she doesn't want to suck his dick. That's it. That's what they used to print on the back of comics all the time, too, in the 30s. <laughs> it's very rich. That's why this character's still popular. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I like this episode. It's pretty good. I yeah, pretty I, I'm really getting into uh, the show at this point, by the way. I'm glad yeah. you're saying that. Yeah. I, I, I'd, I'd rate this at like, a, at like an 8. 8 out of 10? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd actually agree right on. I'd right. give this one an 8 out of 10. There's some silly goofiness, but that's that's every episode of the show. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of, you know, par for the course at this point. Yeah. But I liked what it did. Yeah, me too. Um, it, it felt, it delivered on the Superman thing, you know? You're dealing with kind of Superman-level shenanigans. Yes. Invisible men. It feels, it feels like a comic book. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really appreciated that. Um, though there is not a Superman save until the end when he saves Lois and Allen. True. I thought was weird. True, yeah. Usually they like litter one in the beginning or so. You yeah, know? yeah. Very which strange. They, which they didn't really play it with a lot. I did notice in... in Throughout both of these episodes, not a lot of Superman powers at all. I, I did too, because yeah. I, was, I was halfway through my episode going like, oh shit, I should be writing down Superman powers. Yeah. And I'm like, 
there really aren't any flight you know like I got, I got i think maybe one or two in mine um by the end of it and i got really conscious i was like dude i don't remember any from mass episode yeah no uh, um i can just think of x-ray vision super earthquake making in yours yep yeah which is and then it's just crazy. like strength and flight but that's just kind of is this par for the course yeah it's hard to count that um, really yeah um yeah. Can we just pause before I go now? Absolutely. Because I need some more water, because my throat is yeah. turning to shit. Here's a message from our sponsors. Yeah. Lois and Clark, the new adventures of Superman will continue in a moment. Okay. That was, that was episode 104. Yeah, 104. Um, so now let's uh, dive into 105, Requiem for a Superhero. Yes. This was actually written by Robert Kilbrow, who uh, directed oh. your episode, you said, right? That's did weird. He write, did he write yours? No, he directed Because Deborah Joy Levine wrote Right, mine. yeah. So it looks like he's kind of... Uh, Jack of all Doing trades. a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, and this episode was directed by Randall Zisk. Oh, he's back um, again. Which episode did he do previously? I think it was... Uh, one of th- I think it was Strange Visitor from Another Planet, the okay, one with okay. Bureau 39. Okay, nice. Um, yeah, this is got a, I feel like there's a little bit of similarities between the two of these episodes. Um, maybe Killingbrow has something to do with that. Maybe. I'm sure we'll uh, start understanding these guys' style and uh, whatnot as time goes on. That's what I'd like to yeah. see. Like, what 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 sets apart a Randall Sisk episode from other people, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. Stuff like that. Exactly. Um, we'll see. We uh, shall. So this one, there's kind of a, a strong theme running through this episode, and it opens uh, in a park <laughs> with an Asian man running, oddly enough. <laughs> um, but it's Kent kind of uh, running around, playing some sports, smacking mm-hmm. a, a baseball around, and it just felt very like, oh, Dean Cain and his element. Yeah, it's, it's just kind of... My whole thing at the end of that, when he's like flying... He's mm-hmm. flying. He's caught the ball. And he goes, yeah. Kent for the save. I'm like, get the fuck yeah. down, Pay you attention, idiot. man. You're going to get caught, Yeah, bro. You're already you're zipping around this whole field and yeah, shit. Yeah, you know? it's risky. He's, you know, he doesn't have a good superpower filter just yet. No, Maybe, maybe right. he'll get there later on. You're right, though. Um, yeah, so that was an interesting opening, and we'll, it kind of wraps around onto that towards the end of the episode. Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> so then uh, we're at the Daily Planet, and... Uh, um, he gets invited to poker with Perry. Yes, um, which I love was this. which was fun. And Perry's just kind of like, "You're doing it, whatever." Because <laughs> like, doesn't Perry's guy drop out or something? Yeah, and he's so he's just like, like, uh, like, "Who can do it? I don't know." Oh, Kent, Kent will do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kent gets in on that, and uh, all all the news people are just playing poker, which is kind of like, this is weird. If you have a guy that dropped out and he was just the, the other guy besides the news people who mm-hmm. were playing. Um, or did everyone drop out? A, Jimmy's there, but not allowed to play, it seems, because Jimmy doesn't make enough money. He's not allowed to do anything. And I also like that they didn't really talk that Lois was there before yeah. she showed up. It was just like, of course she's fucking there. You know, like, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, and so uh, they're playing poker, and they're talking about, man, if only, it's, I wonder if <laughs> Superman would be really good using x-ray vision. And I thought this was kind of a cute little inside uh, of Clark's mind where he's kind of battling with, I can't. But I won't. I can't, but, but I won't. But he does, like, just a little yeah, bit, you know? Yeah. Like, but he gives up and, and folds because he's embarrassed, even though he probably totally could have won that hand. Maybe that's the right answer to what superpower you want. Maybe it's secret option C. Oh, yeah. Which is X-ray, X-ray vision. vision would be pretty sick. Like, you you could, you, you could be rich really easily. <laughs> that and, like, pervert. 
all day pervert, long. Pervert Central, that would be fun. I'd definitely be... I'd have a really difficult time not looking at women's underwear. That was my favorite episode of Smallville growing up, uh-huh. when he discovered he had extra vision, uh-huh. as he discovers it in gym class, and of course he's looking in the girls' locker room, and I was like... <laughs> a sexual awakening watching Smallville going like it's oh my, oh my know, god is that what happens in there you know <laughs> yeah that would be really tempting not to uh, embrace mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so then uh, we find out that Perry wants Lois and Clark to partner up as a yes. reporting team um, and obviously Lois is resistant to that because she's uh, the best ever and she has to be Clark is the noob lame-o mm-hmm. um Obviously, but uh, you know, eventually Perry kind of is like, "Well, it doesn't matter because you're gonna do it anyway." Yeah, I don't really fucking care. Um, yeah, so he puts them on a boxing match um, where we get where it's exposed that uh, Lois has a connection to the boxing world, yes, which is her father. And at first, I was like, "Oh, he's gonna be like the trainer, or he's a boxer, right. or something." Um, but so they go over to the gym, and we find out that. Dr. Lane mm-hmm. was actually like a sports medicine doctor. So here we're circling in on that theme once again of sports. sports. And, I, and I felt like this might have hit kind of close to home for <laughs> Kane because he actually left football because of an injury. Yes, he did. And so I feel like he was he was pretty zoned in in this episode. Yeah, that's generally. a good point. There's actually, now that you say that, there's another episode, or maybe more, but one specifically I can think of that starts with him doing sports. Oh, nice. Doing at sports. Yeah. Yeah. Is that that's how you say it, right? Doing, Doing it at sports, sports yeah. yes. I used to do at sports when I was younger. Did you do at sports? I, I did at sports a little bit. Did uh, I did at uh, baseball? Uh huh. Um, as a kid, I guess it was I was doing at t-ball technically, but uh, yeah. What are you gonna do? Uh, well, that's yeah, that's what you start doing at, and then yeah, and then you move, move on, on to do at uh, yeah. bigger and better uh, sports. Totally. Did you ever do at boxing? I never did at boxing. Me either. Um, but I would love to. I would love to do at boxing. I did at karate as a kid. Dude, you did that karate? I, I knew did. a girl who did that karate, and I was always jealous because I'm scared of it. But then, when I quit karate, I still wore the gi, because it kind of looked like what Luke Skywalker wore in <laughs> New Hope. So, you know so that I, gi got worn out. You know what out. I did at, though? What? Me and my sister had a swing set in the backyard, and we would yes. swing the shit out of it. But we invented this whole thing called sedai. Where we Set-i? would do Jedi, like Jedi, but with an S, <laughs> S- <laughs> swings. Oh. And I, I can't believe I, I, I'm talking about this. Uh, it's so weird. And we would just swing and do weird tricks, like quote unquote tricks. Yeah, right. Um, who fucking knows what they were? Like, I'm going to jump off, watch this, Jedi <laughs> Master. I'm gonna jump um, off and twist. <laughs> yeah, but that, that, was, that was a sport that I did at. Jedi. Anyway, I, I, I would I would Jedi you right, right off the Jedi the swing. Oh, it, it got rough. We like, should have a set-eye off. I'd set-eye battle, yeah. yeah. Well, and then when I started watching Lois and Clark, I'd lay down on the swing and try to stay... Oh, nice. Like, stiff, you yeah, know, so it looked like you're flying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that would, yeah, that's fun stuff. <laughs> um, um, be quick. I, I do not mean to derail your episode. Can I, I think I've already done it. Can I throw in a little, a little bean of comics in here? Yeah, lay it down. Sam Lane doctor in this show uh-huh. robot doctor in this show right and like the robot thing comes back though this is the only time you'll see this actor yeah, spoiler as alert. sam lane okay okay from now on after that actually both of lois's parents go through that first time you'll see her mom okay. and the last time you'll see that actress and then they turn him over um in the in the comics he's a general oh, lois wow. is an army brat 
Oh, the, man, honestly, I'd, I'd understand her better. Right? She if she was an army brat. In the show already. Yep. But okay, okay. Uh, so, like, her whole thing was, like, as a kid, she was moved from fort to fort, or base to base to base to base, and all that. Yeah. And, like, learning good things and bad things about that, and, like, slowly realizing she wants to uncover the truth as she goes yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. And, and getting uh, a pretty thick skin, I assume. Exactly. Which, which makes a lot of sense. So it makes a lot of sense. But in here... But here we have <laughs> Dr. Lane. Dr. Uh, Dr. Sam Lane. Uh, Sam Lane, uh, boxer fixer, boxer I wrote fixer. down for some reason. Yep. Um, so after after getting put on this case, they, they follow that lead and go to the uh, boxing gym. Uh, Mankins, I think it's called. Yes. Which I, I love. I'm going to derail you one more time. Later. And I just learned this this trivia today looking on Wikipedia. So Nice. All due respect to Wikipedia. Thank you, guys. There was a show, a Broadway show in the 70s called It's a Bird, It's a Plane, It's Superman. Okay. In that show, totally original story for that, that show. The only, I think the only comic book characters are Lois and Clark. And maybe, like, maybe they had Perry or Jimmy or something. In sure, there, you sure. know, But, like, no Lex or anything like that. But there was a columnist at the planet called Max Mencken, uh-huh. who was a rival for Lois's affection. Oh, and nice. for whatever reason, the writers decided to borrow that name it out. for this episode. Interesting. I had like I'm a huge musical theater fan, as you know. Yeah. I had no idea about it because I've never heard yeah. anything from this show. That's hilarious. But that's where that name comes from. Wow. But huh. continue. A little, little nugget. Nice of, little nug of information there. Yeah. Just put that in your pipe and smoke it. Yeah. Do it. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, they go to Mankin's gym. Mm-hmm. Um, is Mankin Allie? Or is Allie just a guy who works at the gym? No. Mankin's the bad guy that survives. Oh. Allie, Allie was... The, ga- the guy who... Lois' friend. friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> so so she's talking to him and uh, you know anyway, so they go to Mankin's gym and it we find out that uh, there are they've basically developed four fighters yes. uh, to uh, fight in this championship and the winner is gonna fight Superman, which I thought kinda came out of nowhere and it I seems like Clark didn't know anything about it, so I was like, What? <laughs> to be frank I didn't know that was part of the plot until you just said it. I didn't catch that yeah, yeah. at all. So, so that's part of it. But I was, I was eating breakfast, so I might have been stretched. Sure, sure. That, it happens. <laughs> um, and so uh, they want to try and talk to these fighters to, mm-hmm. to find out about this. Um, and they're like, you can't talk to the fighters. Right. And one of the fighters is in the ring, uh, luckily. And he's like, what's up? What's up? You want to fight? Come in the ring and fight. <laughs> and and by, you want to fight? You want to talk is what I mean? You want to talk? I'll show you to talk with fists in the ring. Fists in the Get in here. <laughs> and so uh, Clark's like, whatever, I ain't scared. I'm Superman. I mean, Clark Kent. Oh, <laughs> Fuck. So there goes get, my show. Yeah, so he gets he gets in the ring and uh, kind of is kind of just trying to be... Kind of just dodges him? Yeah, dodges yeah. him a little bit and then gets out of it. Does he get hit? I don't even remember. No, he doesn't. Um, but there's like a whole thing of like, Lois is very protective of him suddenly. Yeah, you know? yeah, which is cute. Um, yeah, but eventually we find out about uh, who Lane's, uh, Lois's dad actually is, mm-hmm. that he's a sports doctor and all of that. Um, and yeah, so that's weird. And uh, kind of a deadbeat. Yeah, yeah, she, like... she's kind of not super comfortable with it. Um, 
the uh, promoter comes in and breaks it up. It's kind of like, what are you doing? I guess this is Mankin, the bad yes. guy. Yeah. So so Mankin comes in, and uh, is like, hey man, like you can't you can't talk to these guys. Yeah. He's yeah. the one that seems to be enforcing the press blackout. Yeah. This. Yeah. Which which is unclear why, but right. as we move on, we completely understand. Oh, we'll get there. <laughs> um, and so then uh, we leave and we get to meet uh, Steve Lane, um, where. S- did I just say Steve Lane is Sam Lane, isn't it? Steve Lane are paws. <laughs> what? Stephen Lane are paws. Stephen Lane. <laughs> our boss, Stephen Lane. He's a big collector in London. Oh, that's funny. Sam Lane. Z- doc- Robot Dr. Sam Lane. You don't have to cut that. I don't mind being. No, that. that's fine. Um, <laughs> anyway, we meet Sam Lane, her dad, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, and this is where we really see that there's kind of. Uh, distance between them and and, and they don't really define it but there's definitely something going there Um, which is true to the comics too like they're they're not the closest all the time so even general version of her dad yeah she's just kind of and usually I think in the com you know maybe I'm just getting this from Smallville I think in the comics usually her mother's dead okay so it's really it was yeah we haven't heard that yet but she's no she's she's very much alive in Lowe's and Clark okay have we seen her yet? no I didn't think so she's gonna be played by a, a, a former Lois Lane, which is kind of a That's thing a tradition, that happens right? a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And then she's going to be played by Beverly Garland, who okay. is awesome. Great. But we'll get to her. Sweet. Um, so we then cut away and we get Luther for the first time in this episode. Yes. And obviously he's behind this whole like building uh, champions to fight Superman. Because mm-hmm. obviously he wants someone to fight Superman. Um, and this is that this wonderful scene where he's on the phone the whole time. Lex has some really interesting scenes in this. He episode. does. Yeah. First of all, talking to just strange things. He, yeah. yeah. I. Oh my good god! That last scene. We'll, we'll fucking get there. Yeah. I. Uh, but there's no money shot in it. We'll get to it. Yeah. There's no yeah, money shot. It's it's a little dissatisfying. But it, and in this one we get a money shot because he's yes. throwing darts the whole time, and cut to turn around and he's throwing darts at a, a Superman cutout probably. Leftover from last episode. Mm-hmm. Thanks, prop department. Nice which, work. Which, again, prop watch. Still want it. Yeah, you know, it's like, pretty sick. Especially yep. with the, the dart holes. Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so we know he's he's up to something. In this uh, in this scene, too, I wrote down some stats. Uh, supposedly, he's worth $20 billion. He makes $7 million a day. Uh, $3 million and Wait, is that right? No, it must be 300000 an hour. 5,000 a minute. So good for Lex. <laughs> Jesus. And, and is this all... I think this might have been in your episode, but where he is talking about, like, I'm the third richest man in the world. But what, I really, ta- what I really mean by that is they're temporarily richer. Than yes. He does talk about that in the scene, and apparently the other okay. rich people are in Hong Kong and in Greece, which I'm like... Oh, look, rich people in Greece in 1993. Yeah, this is dated. That's oh. weird. Sorry, Greece. Sorry, we Greece. Believe, we believe in you. You'll come back. Um, but yeah, I like that. And like, it's very true to Lex, like in the comics famously, he once sold a minute of his time and expertise for a million dollars to a government. Wow. So it's just like, yeah, this guy knows exactly how much he's making with yeah. every fucking breath. You yeah, know, like. Yeah, that's awesome. It's cool to be Lex. <laughs> I would love to be him. Um, so yeah, we cut away from that and, uh, we're, we're back on the lowest not wanting a partner train. Mm-hmm. I think we're back at the, uh, at the DP, at the planet. Yep. And, uh, yeah, she's just 
kind of, it's towards the end of the night, uh, Clark is lingering, she's kind of giving him shit for it, because she's like, what, you think I'm going to open up? Fine. <laughs> he's just sitting there. Okay, I fucking will. <laughs> yeah, just not even instigating anything, which was really <laughs> silly, because Lois is really turning out to be fucking insane. That seems to be a thing that's coming up a lot with her, too, because it seems like whenever she's stressed, like, whenever they're tied up, and like the pilot, and she'll just start ranting about her book that she's written, yeah, or she's you know, like, Look, like there's this deep dark secret that you're exactly. obviously begging to know. So I hate my father. So you know, like so who cares? <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was fun, and and we kind of get to understand that uh, you know he's a workaholic, which she obviously is too. So uh-huh. she's gotten some of that from him, and uh, oh yeah, I yeah. But then she that. gets interrupted with a phone call. From Allie and he, her friend from the gym, which yep. I didn't really talk about. It's good, good acting. Still consistently good acting in this yeah. film show. Yeah, nice character remain, actors that they're finding. Yeah, I remain impressed with it, um, despite other uh, <laughs> things. Um, so she goes to meet him, and uh, he's immediately hit by a fucking truck. Just yes. straight up, it's it's gunning for him. It's doesn't, its intention is to do it. Doesn't seem to look both ways. Doesn't seem to look both ways. So simple. Um, yeah, so that was a bummer, but it was also, I was also confused when I watched that for some reason, because it was like, didn't really see him get hit, but like, it also felt like the car swerved away from him at one point. Oh, really? But I might have just been tripping out. Yeah. Um, and then, uh... Well, canoni- canonically, we know that he's dead. Yeah, canonically, we know <laughs> that he's dead, and and then we, we find out that Lex arranged for that to yes. happen, which is just, I don't really even understand why. Which is, that's the second weird... Yeah. Lex talking to somebody off screen scene, yeah. right? Who's he talking to? Now? He's if if you oh no, he he's gets... got some great lines about like, of course I don't want for death, but you know, yeah, there yeah. are times when someone has to be eliminated, yeah. and like, you know, like you which is take theme, that which is his theme in this episode. Yeah, but uh, he's talking to himself in the mirror. Oh, that's right. Which I had a weird moment of going yeah. like. I've talked to myself in the mirror about, like, being interviewed, you know, (laughs) or, like, whatever. I am always, uh... (laughs) I'm always talking about, like, a script I've written. (laughs) Like like you're on Inside the Actor Studio or something? Yeah, I always do, like, I'm getting interviewed, and I'm like, oh, well, what I was going for, and then I hate myself, and then I want to... I'm I'm so glad, I'm so glad you picked up on that, because that that was the original intention. Like, we we really fought for it in the edit, too, because I wasn't there on set that day, so, you know, like, yeah, that's, that's me, too. Yeah, so we get Luther talking to himself, which is crazy. Um, and Lois is finally getting suspicious of her. <laughs> Just back to Luther, like, again, he's magnetic, and I fucking love yeah. him in this show. Me, me too. John Shea is awesome. But I, I will the next choice, as far as we think yes. to talk to. I, Not John Shea's fault. No, we'll no. get there. <laughs> I'm going to blame Randall for I that. I love one. it. Yeah, fucking Randall. Or is this Kilburn? Or what is his no, name? No, Randall wrote this. Or, oh, right. No, you're right. Yeah. Right, Randall directed this one. Oh, uh, we don't even remember the guy's name. Uh, I'm so Hold sorry. Hold on. Flipping through notes sounds. Um, Robert uh, Kilbrew. Kilbrew. Kilbrew is what I have. Kilbrew. 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 Not Fucking Kilbrew. Robert, man. Rob, you're, you're a silly boy. Um, <laughs> so Lois is fed up with this uh, sketchiness, and she knows her dad's involved somehow. Um... Just because he's related to it, I guess. It, it mm-hmm. doesn't really expose why. Um, so... She well, like she's to, hang, he's hanging out at the gym. Like, I'm fine with this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, it wasn't uh, absurd to me. No. Um, and, and he's very adamantly like, she stay is out of this. Ace reporter. You know? Yeah, yeah. She is very good. 
Um, but he doesn't want her involved at all. It feels really shady. Um, and this, this is one issue I have with this episode is he feels really involved at this point. And I mean, Sam, yeah. And we know that he is eventually. Yeah. Um, but later he flips really fast and we'll, we'll get Hmm. there. Okay. He flipped really just too fast to me. Okay. What are you going to do? Um, so, uh, she meets back up with Clark and they're just super suspicious. Right. And, And so they go to his office to uh, investigate, yes, yeah. and we do get some X-ray vision in here from Superman. Finally, yeah, some Superman powers. A lot of, a lot of X, like finding hidden passageways yeah. and yeah. looking at people in hallways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's generally keeping people safe. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where they find out that her dad is a robot doctor. Robot doctor. Well, he's not a robot who's a doctor. He's no. a doctor who puts robot shit into people. He's a doctor of robot, like an eye doctor. Yeah, yeah. So, so instead of you know, a rotator cuff goes out. Instead of just replacing the rotator. He puts a fucking badass robot arm into this yeah, guy. Yeah, fucking does. Who can punch holes in walls? Oh, but spoilers! Not the last robot doctor we're gonna meet. Oh, that's exciting. I love robots. <laughs> I just realized that too. <laughs> Moving on. Um, and uh, so that was interesting. We also get another uh, funny Clark uh, superpower moment where uh, <laughs> Lois is trying to like pick the lock of the door, and it's just like oh, I see yeah. Jimmy do it all the time. And she's just not but she's doing it. like a credit card thing, isn't she? Oh, she's yeah, doing yeah, that yeah, move. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and Clark is just like here, and he just rips the fucking doorknob off. Like, <laughs> good job with um, no no effort. No, just like, like <laughs> yeah, pretty good. I don't understand the physics of the credit card. Like, I saw my dad do it mm-hmm. a few times growing up, and I'm just like, that's that's magic. Uh, I, if you look at the little divot thing that, that goes the into goes the door. Into? frame uh-huh. um, it's curved in such a way that if you can get in there you can basically so it's you're it's doing great like, stuff with your hands it's right shaped, now. It, <laughs> it's shaped like a wedge okay, okay? and if you slide a um, plane against the wedge the wedge is going to move you're along it? with it yeah okay. you're gonna push it I'll show you later sorry so, podcasters uh, listeners <laughs> can I have some food that I can eat on the uh... yeah right. <laughs> anyway <laughs> should, I, should I show you my dance right now yeah oh nice dance man. yeah thank you but it, it, it's, a, it's a thing it, it can work I've actually I think I've done it once and it worked really yeah um, hmm. I, I certainly so. don't feel safe with you knowing so. where my apartment is <laughs> huh. you can't do deadbolts with it Oh, so, well, that's that's lucky. Yeah. Um, where are we? Um, I think we did. We did. We're at superhero or super earthquake. Oh yeah. So 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 then he finds out people are coming and he like locks her in the room so he can do the super earthquake move. Sure, which I is that was an good. Adorable dance. I thought that was a nice use of powers. Yeah, me too. You know? Creative, different. Yes. Um, so that was fun. Um, and then. Uh, they go back to the planet and it's just clear Clark Clark is really freaked out mm-hmm. he's he's obviously just scared for her safety and he's like I think we should just dip out of this because this, yeah. this is sketchy and I don't want to deal with this and dad's involved and, and all and all that and so they decide yeah like they don't do it and they go to Perry and they tell him no it's just whatever it's just not even a big deal it's just what the police said just a yeah. random accident just nothing uh, we get a great Perry line here which is <laughs> Uh, we should put that on billboards. Lane and Kent come up with squat on sale now at a newsstand near you. <laughs> <laughs> just like, 
That's def- fucking parody. Yeah, he's oh. definitely jabbing him. I, I think yeah. his his kind of taking her off of, uh, not giving her a good thing is purposefully to like. Oh poke, yeah, he does. He, I like that. That felt real to me. And it like, he gives her like an auto show, and I think he's uh, Clark's got like a dog show or something stupid, yeah. like yeah. you know, like. Real nice fuck you from Perry yeah, there. I like, you know? I like that. But I like that we never go to either of those and they just oh, go yeah, straight yeah. back to their story. They're not going to work. Uh, that we do find later on that he did the story along with like the actual story that they're following. Oh, right. Of course it's he like, did because he's Superman and he's going to do the right thing. Overachiever. Yeah, overachiever. Yeah, fuck. terrible. Anyway. Uh, but the, Oh, this is the flip-flop I was talking about, though. So then, then uh, we find out that Dad has seen the article and is, like, mad and he's kind of like, I thought you gotta you gotta do the thing you gotta you gotta do your job and shit. And I was right. Like, what the fuck? Like you would, you're confusing me, sir. Oh, because uh, she's yelling at Lois, or he's yelling at Lois for backing down. Right? Yeah, yeah. Which is like, God, you you tell me one thing and then you tell me another thing. It's that that typical kind of like, no matter what I do, I can't please you. Right. Thing. Um, which I guess kind of means Sam was kind of hoping that she would whistleblow. because yeah. because he knows what's going on is fucked up. Yeah. Right. Um, so that was interesting. And uh, she, he's also saying, like, I'm going to stop. I'm going to do what's right, too, you know? And uh, I want out. And here's where things start to get really crazy, because we find out, we cut to Luther again, and uh, we find out what his real intentions are. And here, he's not talking to anyone. I was going to say, who's he talking to now? He's talking to Mencken. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, he's actually talking to Mencken, a character. Um, so I'm like, we're not at the good one yet. We're not. Yeah, and so here's where he asks Mencken to kill Lois's dad. All right. Which I thought was like, fuck, damn. Yep. Um, and he's got a, this death theme going through his, his storyline the whole time, which is like, sometimes you gotta kill people. Sometimes. Which he, is, as noted earlier, tells himself in the mirror. Yeah. Um, I regret to do and it. And so Mankin's kind of weirded out by all this, but like, and not sure, like, what Luther actually wants. Because he's like, what do you, what do you want? You have yes. a champion in every, in every class, like, what's the deal? And he's like, that's not the fucking point. Mm-hmm. I want to make a robot Superman army, dummy. Which the doy? I liked that plan. I liked the reveal of it. I, I liked how he's going about it. Me too. Like kind of R and Ding it secretly. Yeah, yeah, and it was smooth. And what I also like is that he's kind of fucking with Mencken and using him as a pawn. Totally. Um, and and we as the audience don't really understand his full plan. Yet. I felt stupid afterwards thinking like, oh, of course Lex has a boxing match, and then like when they yeah. said that, I'm like. Of course Lex doesn't give a shit about boxing. You know, like, yeah, exa- exactly. <laughs> but at the same time, he's so he's so eccentric. It could totally go either way. Yeah, that's true. But I, I like, ultimately, that I think anything he does is like, to take down Superman. Yeah, he's totally above all of it. Um, yeah, so here's where uh, Dr. Lane mm-hmm. has uh, basically collected some information from Mencken when they talk. And has recorded it, it seems, and gives it to Lois Lane because yes. he's he's finally turned. So now, she, now she's like, "All right, we're gonna go go all out. We're gonna do this full story." They do the whole story um, where they're they're saying there's something sketchy going on with robots and shit. <laughs> Oddly <laughs> enough, I, I don't remember seeing what. There's the a robot thing was. going on here. I don't even yeah, know. we got robot things going on in boxing. <laughs> you guys hear about the robot boxing thing? That's the headline. Robot boxing. <laughs> thing. Robot boxing thing on sale now and local newsstand. Uh, I I need it. I really need to be a journalist. Just saying, because because you you do the voice beautifully. My headlines is what I was. Oh no, yeah, to, totally. but I appreciate that. You're too. welcome. Um, hey hey, you're welcome. Thanks man. No problem. You're a good podcast, bud. Hey, me that, too. Me too, pal. 
Thanks, boys. We're podcast partners. Um, ooh, these are not legible notes. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, listener. Uh. Oh, right. Sometimes handwriting happens to the worst yeah, people. This is this is what this thing. This is when it becomes clear that Lex is kind of fucking around. I I got confused because now there's this kidnap plot to kidnap. Uh, Lois. So suddenly Mankin shows up and kidnaps Lois. Oh, um, I'm so stupid. I didn't even put that together. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, wait, what is, hap- what is happening? Does here? Lex come up with the kidnap Lois plot? We don't. This is... This Mankin is, just shows up and takes him. This what his friend in the end, we'll say. Oh, okay. Because we don't know yet. We don't okay. know what's going on I'm yet. so stupid. So, I should have so, paid more so attention. So Mankin comes in and kidnaps her. I think with the intention that like maybe the dad will show up and they'll be able to kill him then. They'll be able way. to get Sam out of hiding, uh, yeah. Yeah, but that doesn't happen. So basically, he takes... Um, Mankin takes her and then Superman gets distracted by um, the uh, boxer guy. Yeah, the boxer. Yeah, the boxer. Right. So yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he gets beat up a little bit by them, but fucking handles them. Ultimately. Meanwhile, is... is Asshole blonde boxer already in the ring. He's not around. Okay. Um, I don't know. If Is that happening yet? yet? I don't know. It happens because there's a soon. ring in the middle of the street and all that. Yeah, it happens. Soon. It hasn't yeah, whatever. Um, so cascading stories. Yeah. Eventually, though, sh- Superman shows up and catches up to kidnap Lois, yes. and where he gets to see Luther, which I he totally planned it out exactly to do this because he's. Yeah, I guess you're right. And he shoots Mankin right in front of Superman, saves Lois, and Lois gets fucking wet immediately Mm -hmm. because she has no control over who she likes except for if they save her or not. Yeah. And, like, runs over to him, and Superman's like, oh, man. Yeah. Which is an instant flip from the last episode, which is interesting. That is a flaw, too, with with Lois in the early parts of this show, which is, like, you want to believe her as this tough, no-nonsense girl, and she just kind of... Melts too melts too to, easy. Yeah, you know? any any strong male figure, which um, which you know is is a weak female character, unfortunately. Also, just quick point: Lex's gun was a gold plated. I believe it was a PPK or a Beretta or Ooh. something. But it was just like I didn't notice. That it was you have a he has a golden fucking. Gun. Of course he does. <laughs> the man with the golden gun, <laughs> which made me um, laugh. But that's what happens when you earn five thousand dollars a minute. That is what happens when you earn five thousand dollars. Taking it back. Anyway, honest. what else happened? So now, <laughs> so now we finally get in the ring with the blonde asshole. Yes. Um, who they go over the rules and he immediately sucker punches Superman and an old woman is like, oh my god, and Superman's like, he just caught me off guard, whatever. Then he stands up and just takes a bunch of hits without flinching and uh, fucks this guy up. Yep. Um, and then he does the little like flick punch. Yes. Right? Yeah. He beats, like he beats him by like winding up a punch and mm-hmm. like stopping the punch and then flicking him and just destroying him which I loved I like that, that, that was one of my favorite Superman moments also I really liked whoever that old character actress is who's like you alright Superman it just like what's cute. her day like yeah, you know, yeah like, that must have been that nice. must be fun but it must have been she had nice. to stay up late but you yeah, know but otherwise pretty cool out. she got to see Dean Cain I yeah. you can probably smell him um, that's always what I'm concerned about personally um, and then Luckiest we, extras get to smell Teen King. That's that's moral of the I, story. I dream, I dream of this. Um, <laughs> then we get the weirdest fucking scene. This is Probably, Lex. Like, this is Lex, like right? Fucking ever, dude. Yeah. I I love it, but I, I very strange. I like ex- I like shouted in like confusion and exclamation, <laughs> at the end of it, and my roommate Jordan was like, "Huh?" And I explained it to him, and he was like, oh, "You're crazy. Why are you watching, Why are you watching that shit?" 
Um, He'll be a guest eventually, I hope. I, I asked him, actually, Good. Um, before I came over here, and I def- I think he'd be a fun one time. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, so, so Lex is going off, and he's basically just explaining to someone off camera that he developed that specific plan we just saw unfold the whole time, um, and it was all about getting... Um, getting Lois back on his side. Right. And, and I honestly that. think I didn't hear the speech because the whole time I'm trying to figure out who he's talking to. Yeah, right? Yeah, me too. Because that's kind of established with the Lear thing. Because like, I did fuck? not realize that he set up Mencken to, yeah. to kidnap Lois in order to kill and him. And lo and behold, he's talking to a fucking dog. <laughs> By the way... Thirsty while, dog. While he's, while he's preparing two glasses of fucking champagne, I like couldn't handle watching oh, this. God. I was losing my mind. And he goes, and this is the best part, he brings the champagne and yep. gives it to his best friend, apparently, and we just hear... Like the lapping sound, yeah. <laughs> the fucking dog drink the Where's, champagne. Where the, the fuck's fuck? my money shot? What the fuck? Like, I want to see the dog drink the champagne. There there might have been some issue with that. I mean, it's we all know that prop champagne is not hard to come by. Yeah, couldn't um, they just, like, put... Sparkling water and some fucking apple juice or yeah, something. Yeah, fine. Know? Or just food coloring and water. That's yeah, awful. yeah. Don't, like, I don't care that the champagne isn't bubbly for that shot. No. I just kind of want to see the dog... Not at all. ...lap it but out. But we didn't thing. get that, and who knows why. No, yeah. Uh, maybe maybe the dog kept hitting over the champagne glass, too. You sure, or... It's kind of, like irresponsible in a way yes to show that maybe um, not a good pet owner yeah Lex yeah Luther. and so maybe they didn't want to encourage that sure. in people I don't fucking sure. know but that shit was absurd mm-hmm. it was absurd insane bananas yes it, it was. was bananas it was I'm still like frustrated by it <laughs> with like a hint of love for it at the same time a hint of well it's just, again it's just the crazy maybe that should be a segment of like what was the weird part of this episode yeah because you know? like, it seems to be some some something is off at least once although your episode didn't really have a real crazy moment oh we went you. to funky town in my episode where, where did it get weird? i'm trying to think i mean the the, the dream oh the dream was this weird. Is fucking the dream weird. Was weird yeah that was that was a strange one like lois's voice in that I can't deal with my Harry Thatcher talking like that. Yeah, like, that yeah. was just it was, a bit it was, much. Uh, it was creepy and, and odd. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, there we go. So we got a fun. All right, yeah. Funky. New segment. Won't you take me to Funky Town? Funky Town. All right. So so Funky Town for this episode, one hundred percent champagne dog. Champagne dog. Yeah. What the fuck? Yep. Unbelievable. Anyway, so moving right along uh, into this kind of denouement of this uh, episode. Denouement. Uh, Clark and, and uh, Lois are hanging out in the Daily Planet, and she's going to go to dinner, and she invites him, and he's kind of like, no, I don't want to go. He's kind of bummed out. Yeah. Obviously bummed out for not being able to save her as Superman. Um, and, and she's, which she just like rubs in his nose accidentally. Uh, don't trip out, man. Is because this is totally how she talks. <laughs> yeah. It's a really good Terry Hatcher. Speaking of Jordan. Um, <laughs> it's alright, dude. You know, not even Superman could save me, bro. Um, oh, which one a note. Yeah, like, ow. Poor Clark. It's like a dog poop in my face. Uh, another line I like in this episode was like, Perry read the story and all that. And like, where were you this whole time, Kent? And he's like, I went to get help, you yeah. know. Like, yeah, yeah. Which obviously yeah. he was being—he was there being Superman, yeah. but like, I do like Clark's thing of like, we were in peril. I yeah, went to like, what do you want? We needed help. Yeah, give me a fucking break, man. Chief. Um, I like my job, but come on. Yeah, yeah. Give me a break. 
Give me a break. Clark tries. Fucking ass. Clark tries. Um, and then we get this uh, kind of circular closing scene yes. with him hitting the fucking gym yep. to kind of be like, man, you know what I need? Like, I fucked up today. I need to really be sharp. Yeah. Um, him doing that sports? Yeah. So he's he's uh, doing that boxing yes. uh, with a uh, uh, punching bag. Which I then took to writing down all the things that he could have been doing that would have actually helped his muscles. <laughs> which yeah. Like yeah. lifting cars. Yeah. Lifting train cars even, even better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or, or flying around the world, but not reversing time, because that's not how that works. True. But like, you know. Yeah, flying around the universe even. Um, just like bending random steel that he can Yeah, play. but punching little human bags, doing it human boxing, not no, necessarily not going to really do anything. Straight out of, like in the Avengers, in Captain America. Yeah. And like that first, um, the first Captain America scene in the first Avengers movie, mm-hmm. he's doing the same thing where he's like, he punches out a heavy bag. Yeah, and just destroys And then he grabs it. another one and puts it back up. Like, you get the idea he's been doing it a lot. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, yes, for that character, punching that thing off its chain is a big deal. Like, yeah. obviously yeah. he's strong, but he's not Superman strong. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm not impressed that Superman, Superman can do that. Superman to go, like, punch fucking asteroids in space. And yeah. Shit. He, he, uh, yeah, he, um... He's he, just like, blew to the up bottom of the ocean and... And back. ...fight a Kraken. Totally. Um, yeah. Or yeah. Aquaman, why not? Who's Aquaman? Not somebody we'll ever meet in this show. Yeah, so I guess we don't have to worry about it. Not surprised. Yeah, um, yeah but uh, I mean, it's a nice little kind of s- attempt at a, a similar opening and closing images for the episode. Kind of, kind of gives it a tight, kind of bookended feel. Yes. Which you know, I, I respect that intention. Although the, the end didn't fully make sense as far as Superman exercising. Right. Um, it, you know, it stays on theme. You know, this one had had a really strong theme compared to most of them, which sports. is you know, doing at sports. Doing at sports. Um, well, yeah, what, what would, do you have a rating? Um, what do you like? Have, having gone over it again, I really, I did really like this one, um, but I'm going to have to give it a seven because I think, uh, it definitely was not as good as the Invisible Man one. No. Um, Invisible Man one was pretty solid. Um, a fair, like, Monster of the Week episode. Yeah, it worked really well. And this one is similar, but it also had a few points where I was like, oh, you could have done better with the, the dad switching sides yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Lois was a little crazy, but I think that's just what we're in for generally. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was a solid episode. And the dog thing just fucked it up at the end. Funky Town Dog, yeah. yeah. That was, I, as that much as I job. love it, I was just like, this is too fucking... Fuck <laughs> off. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 I don't mean to sound competitive. I'm going to go a little lower than you. That's and fine. say like a... Oh wow! It just felt very okay. just like middle of the road for me, you know. Okay, okay, I, 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 I get you. Nothing I, too stand out for me. Yeah, but like I was saying about the other episode, and this is maybe why I'm going a little higher than you, mm-hmm. is I do feel like we're getting Superman caliber stories, you know. Yeah, fair so enough. I, I was stoked to see badass robot armed people, <laughs> you know, like that's 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 interesting. That that's pushing into the comic boundaries. Sure. So, so I was that, happy to see that. That's a fair um, point where we're get, we're they're trying to explore it a little more, even though yeah, yeah. they're still making references to Superman the musical. But yeah, they, yeah. you know, like yeah, I wouldn't say they were entirely successful in that attempt, but I definitely respect them for for trying to go there. I agree. Yeah. I agree. All right. So, I mean, I liked, I liked this format of of doubling up. Yeah, it worked. It worked good. Should we do this for for six and seven too? If you think, yeah, I yeah. think so. And then the one after that. Um, is an episode called Green Green Glow of Home, which if you know anything about Superman, 
green is a significant color. Certainly. So maybe that should be a standalone episode. I'm for into us. that. Yeah, let's do but, it. But but till then, next time, episode six, I've got a crush on you, dressed in feathers and not much else. Lois goes on stage to investigate a series of nightclub arsons, but she's upstaged by the new bartender, Clark, who is determined to get the story and ice the arsonist. Nice. And then we have smart kids. <laughs> With financial support from Lex Luthor, a mad scientist gives orphans an intelligence-boosting potion. But the kids escape and use their cerebral powers to disrupt Metropolis. Now. Smart kids. I feel that since you got the worst episode this time. You're taking smart kids? I'll take smart kids if you want. And you can take... The other one. Okay. This is the arson one. Okay. So I remember being a fairly good episode. Yeah, that sounds interesting. And I remember even as a kid, smart kids being smart kids. Oh, you know, like okay. turning on TNT going, oh, oh man. This yeah. Okay, good to know. But yeah, we should also try and get a guest in here soon. Maybe after the green episode, because that feels like a big one. Or how about for the green episode? If you think, yeah. Yeah. I'd be down with that. I'd be into that. Yeah. Let's, let's, Wait try, to figure let's out. try and book someone. Wait to figure out who. Yeah. Who's it gonna be? Who's it gonna be? I don't know. Our bench isn't that deep. Do you want to be a guest on uh, Lois and Clark to the new podcast of Superman? If you're not a weirdo and live in California, you can be. Yeah, send us an email to um, Lois and Clark. I think it's just Lois and Clark at gmail.com. Lois and Clark at gmail.com. Do you remember? And uh, I have no idea. I'll put well, it at the say, end of the episode. Let's say that it's that. I think it's Lois and Clark at gmail.com. Yeah, and uh, wait, I come, have it on my phone. Come in oh. and join us. We'll schedule one. Um, if you know anyone involved with the show too, you know, um, um, that would be a really interesting. Yeah, guest. we we should we should talk about that. Actually, trying to find people because, yeah. like, uh, um, nothing against what we've said about them already. I'd love to talk to Robert Kilbrew about this. Me you know, too. like honestly, anybody. D- the likelihood that he was on set, like, I need a fucking dog! Yeah, no, I, don't, I really don't. I don't buy that. And, I don't and blame if, him. And if so, I'd love to fucking... I'd love to hear about, would be really about how that happened. Yeah, because it's hilarious. Because, I mean, no disrespect to anybody on this show no, at I mean, all. It's a job. Everyone's doing their work. Yeah, and totally. And, and um, went for three seasons. Good job. Four? Four seasons. You still just want this to be a three-season podcast. Like I said, 60, 60 episodes. Yeah, not 88. Or 84. I don't fucking Whatever know. it is. Um, but yeah, no, we should... You and I should pursue that and see yeah. if we can find... You have some experience with that, with uh, your other podcast. Yes! Oh, could I plug that? Yeah, plug it. Um, so I do another podcast, about, and we might have talked about it on here. Called, I think I brought it up once. Yeah, called uh, Broken Wings. Mm-hmm. Uh, the unofficial Birds of Prey commentary podcast about the WB's very short-lived TV series... The Birds of Prey in 2002, which was a Batman spinoff about Batman and Catwoman's illegitimate love child. And uh, for my fifth episode of that show, I interviewed Batman and Catwoman's illegitimate love child, the star of that show, Ashley Scott, who listeners might know from Jericho or Into the Blue or AI or uh, she's now on Lifetime's uh, Unreal uh, so check that out. Just That's on iTunes, too. Just go to Broken Wings Podcast and in, uh, listen to my interview with Ashley Scott herself. Yeah. The Huntress. It's a good interview. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, she, she, was, she, sounded, she was awesome. Yeah, she sounded great. Just she was sweetheart. so cool. You know who I'd love to talk to? Who? Tracy Stoggins, cat. 
dude, me too. That'd be fucking I really, awesome. Yeah, I, I loved her. And I just, I just want to ask her about the origin of her name Scoggins, because I love it. Scoggins? Yeah, oh, it's right. awesome. Well, so many, that and many of, more questions. I've never heard oh, of gosh. Google. Um, yeah, but uh, let's let's try and, yeah, let's try yeah, and make that happen. Let's look into it. Line. That'd be really cool. Um, um, well, until until next time. Yeah. I'm I'm Matt Truex. I'm Ryan Albertson. And I guess that's how we're signing off the podcast. <laughs> so And you. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a super day. Or night. Or night. We can't end it on that. That was terrible. Super day. How about just an honest thank you for listening to this? Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. These these yeah. rampant ramblings here. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, Alright, and come back next time and subscribe. And rate us on iTunes, because that's what people on podcasts ask people to do. Yeah, please do. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. Bye.